listen, you need more followers. If you want more customers, you need more leads. In order to get more leads, one of the easiest, best ways to do that is by leveraging social media. And the best place to leverage your social media is with Instagram. There are billions of users. You just need to know how to attract the ones who want what you have. Brock and I have helped thousands of people just like you grow their account from like 150 people to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, even half a million followers. No, you don't need to be a gorgeous fitness model. No, you don't have to be great on camera. It is easier than ever to grow your Instagram account, but you need to understand how. It's not that difficult. In fact, you're probably wasting so much time on Instagram right now, and we wanna help save you time and make you money by finding the customers who want what you have. I invite you to join us. We have a monthly membership. It's insane. It is the best priced training mentorship on the interwebs, if I do say so myself. When you join Insta Club Hub, your monthly membership entitles you to two live interactive trainings per month. They're insane. In addition to that, you can log in at any time and watch hundreds of quick, tiny tutorials, each of which are designed to help you grow your Instagram, reach more customers, and do so as quickly as possible. I want to invite you to check it out. Just go to instaclubhub.com. You don't even have to remember that. While you're listening to the show, just scroll down right now over the show notes. You will see that there's a link there to Insta Club Hub. You can actually click on that while you're listening to the show and enter your email address to learn more. It's that simple. And we look forward to seeing you on our next live training. Back in the day, it was just Facebook. No, actually, back in the day day, it was just MySpace. And not many of us, not many who are listening, were using MySpace for business. Now there's Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitch, Discord, podcasting, and I'm sure I'm missing quite a few others. So how do you master all of these platforms without burning yourself out? Welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. I'm going to be your host today, and we're going to talk about it because there is a way, there's a system, and I'm going to share it with you. Again, originally, there just weren't that many social media platforms. And when a new platform came out or came on the scene, unless you're an early adopter, more often than not, when a new platform, people start talking about it, most of us are like, okay, I've already got too much on my plate. And we reluctantly avoid the new platform. And I'm sure many of you can remember that happening when Instagram really started to become more popular. People were talking about it more in like maybe 2010, 2011. That's when I remember people who were on Facebook and killing it on Facebook, seeing a little bit of a decline and asking themselves, oh, do I have to figure out Instagram? Now, what's funny about that is back then, Instagram was so easy. It was just about posting photos. That was it. Now, Instagram is saves and subscriptions and creator accounts and reels and badges and hashtags and trending audios and business accounts and stories and creator accounts and going viral and likes and so many things, right? There's long form videos and short videos and oh my gosh, there's so much to know just about Instagram. YouTube back in the day was you just uploaded an interesting video. That was it. Now there's YouTube shorts and thumbnails and retention time and monetization and search engine optimization. 
And because each one of these platforms is competing against the other platforms for your time and attention, they're all constantly making updates and improvements and becoming a more robust, more powerful platform, each one of them in and of themselves. Each one of these platforms, if I'm being honest, if you really, truly want to master it, know everything about it, it's a full-time job. And the really qualified go-to experts for each one of these platforms, that is their sole focus. You know, if you think about Think Media, Sean Cannell, who he and his team members have been on the podcast many times, all they do is YouTube. Like, And they have a pretty sizable team, and that's all that they do full-time. Every single member of their team is researching, testing, split testing, and then teaching what they've learned, and it changes all the freaking time. It's no wonder as an entrepreneur or someone who's trying to get traction with social media, you can feel very overwhelmed and also feel like you're spending so much freaking time on social media that you don't have the time that you really need to devote to do the foundational important pieces that relate to growing your business, like making your business better. Instead, you're not even working in your business, you're working in social media. (laughs) You're not working on it, you're working in it. Like you are in it because you are trying to figure out each and every one of these platforms. So please know that your overwhelm is normal. A lot of us feel that. Leaving us with the quandary, do I just ignore some of these social media platforms? Do I do a little bit on each one? Or do I pick one and just try to become a total expert at it, at least in terms of how you need to use it for your business? Do you outsource all of this? Do you ignore social media? Like, what's the right answer? As with all things, there is no one right answer. But what I want to share with you is what I think is a best practice. And it's the practice that we've put into place. And this practice is based on the assumption that you want to work less and earn more. It's based on the assumption that you have already really come to grips with the mindset that you can't do everything, that that doesn't actually save you time or money. And in fact, if you really do want to scale your business, you want to reach more people, you want to have more sales, you want your business to grow. But at the same time, the whole reason why you went into business or you become an entrepreneur or considering it is because you want more time freedom, right? Like, so let's just be clear that, I mean, once you're an entrepreneur, the whole time freedom thing, I mean, the freedom's there, but you can also get really sucked into working around the clock, like seven days a week. This is like a nail salon thing, but every single time I go to the nail salon, the techs, the nail techs always ask the same question. They always ask if I was working today, did you work today or are you working today? It doesn't matter whether I'm there on a Monday or a Friday or a Sunday, you always get that question. The question kind of makes me giggle because once you're a business owner, once you're an entrepreneur, even if you're not like literally sitting down in front of your computer working, your brain is always working. You're always coming up with ideas. You're driving in your car. You're listening to this podcast. You're at the gym and you're listening to this podcast. You're technically, you're working. You know what I'm saying? Like you're doing work right now. You're investing time into growing your business just by listening to this podcast. So it's not that the question is odd. It's that to answer it, feels a little peculiar because like I said, once you're an entrepreneur, you're always thinking about or working on your business. And when you're not working on your business, you're probably mentally strategizing, which makes it kind of feel like you are working in your business. And frankly, the things you're doing like this, like expanding your knowledge of how to grow your business is far more important as the owner, as the CEO, as the person who like really understands the mission 
This is like the most important thing you can do. And what's really not that important is you spending a disproportionate amount of your time trying to become an expert or master each one of these platforms, which change every single day. So assuming that I'm spot on in the assessment that you get it and you you don't want to do that, you actually, you know, you need social media, you know, it's like a godsend. It's just this amazing thing that gives you the opportunity to reach people for free and to find your lifers. You get that, but you also want to have a life and you know that you're spending like way too much of your time just trying to figure out social media and not enough time putting in your business fundamentals, then this strategy is for you. Step one is just to be realistic about your bandwidth and realistic about how much time you have to devote to creating content. Because even if we have somebody doing all the posting, figuring out the topics, managing this platform, managing the growth, like doing all the things, you still... 90% of the people who are listening are going to need to create the content because nobody gets it like you. I mean, 90% of you. Okay. So you've got to figure out like how much time do you really have to create content and what type of content best serves your business, whether it's a product, a service, or coaching, whatever it is, what platform do you see people who do what you do benefiting from. And the easiest way to know the answer to this is where are you spending your time? Or where do you know you need to spend your time, I should say, right? Because maybe you're like, I just like Facebook because I like looking at what my friends are up to, but I know I need to be on Instagram. Like, I think you pretty much know, most people know what platform their type of business or service is going to get the most traction on. But just in case, let me give you just a very brief overview. If it means short form videos, then you've got to be on Instagram and TikTok. If you're going to be on Instagram, in my opinion, it just doesn't make any sense to not also be on TikTok because you get two for one. You really do. Create your content on one or the other platform, screen record it, and then post it to the other one. That's just too easy not to be on both. So short form video, if that's you, you got to be on Instagram, you got to be on TikTok. If your product or business is something that focuses on a special interest, like a common mission, a community, people who have similar interests, similar hobbies, similar problems, similar backgrounds, similar struggles. If you are an expert, then it really makes sense for you to have a Facebook presence and specifically Facebook groups. Listen, we need to do an updated episode on Build Your Tribe. Let me know, you guys, if you'd like to hear this on Facebook, because I think Facebook has really changed in the last, oh gosh, probably two or three years. We personally aren't spending any real time. Like we have a presence and we still post to my Facebook page, my fan page, like page, whatever they call it. We don't even care about the growth of that at all. What we care about is the growth of our Facebook groups. It's in our communities that we're really able to grow and sell And it's not on our Facebook like page. So, and again, just my personal recommendation that the primary or the best use of Facebook at the moment is to build community and that just it's difficult at the moment to build community on, and of course there's exceptions, but it's difficult to build community on pages. It's great. It's easy. And we love doing it in groups. And if you check out the show notes, you will see that I have linked a couple of past episodes about community and specifically Facebook groups. If your product and or service, etc. is something that just translates much easier through static images, 
Examples of this are, you know, like photos of clothing or graphics, tips, recipes, interior design, DIYs, instructions or tutorials that translate with photos, photos of your products or images. Then you want to make sure you've got a presence on Pinterest. Oh my gosh, you guys, Pinterest has changed. Pinterest has had a total makeover. Don't sleep on Pinterest. I'm also going to put a link to a recent episode that we did on Pinterest that's probably going to blow your mind. Now, if you have a personality, if that's part of what makes you unique and attracts people to you, if you teach, if you are an expert or trying to establish yourself as an expert, if you need to explain things in greater detail, if people need a visual representation, like obviously video form, if you're good on camera, and if you like tech, well, then you should definitely consider YouTube. I should also mention, if creating long-form videos and tackling a YouTube channel just sounds like too daunting, but you are using Instagram and TikTok, well, then you should be using YouTube Shorts. It's just a no-brainer. That content can be repurposed to YouTube easier than you could ever possibly imagine. So definitely consider YouTube if you're using Instagram and TikTok. All right. Now, who needs to consider podcasting or LinkedIn? Experts, business-to-business If what it is you teach or sell or talk about is long form, but doesn't necessarily require a video to go with it, well, then podcasting and LinkedIn are great avenues for you. And again, I will link to previous episodes about podcasting and LinkedIn in our show notes for this episode. Those are the platforms to consider. Your next step is to figure out which one of these it is most important for you to crush it on. Because frankly, you don't need to be on all of these. In fact, you are far better off prioritizing your time so that you can dominate one, so that there's one where you're like, I'm really focused on growing this particular area. Focus on that one first and foremost and get it dialed in before moving on to your next platform. And maybe, I should say, it's probably very likely that you have a presence on all of these platforms and there's just some of them you've kind of ignored and you've done so basically because, I mean, there's just not enough hours in the day. And each one of these platforms is, like I said, a beast. So pick the one where you're like, I know I need to really dial this one in. Focus on that one. Your next step is to then find the expert who you jive with, like you like the way they teach, it's consistent, they've got the credibility, the receipts, the experience. And by that, I don't just mean that they are successful on that platform. I mean that they have been able to help their students, their customers replicate success. Do your research just because somebody says they're an Instagram expert or a, I don't know, YouTube expert doesn't mean that they are. It might mean that they're, you know, they figured out some things and they know more than others. But let's face it today, like everybody thinks they're an expert. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched like an Instagram expert on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, my God, this person just copied word for word what we just taught in one of our trainings or this person just regurgitated what this other person posted. Like they're just they're not even doing their own case studies. They're not doing their own research. They are learning about the platform from watching other people's videos about it. And and it's just, that's my pet peeve. I digress. So how do you find a good expert? Well, if you want my recommendations, look at the people that I invite here on to build your tribe. I don't invite people on here because I'm friends with them. I don't. 
I've got plenty of friends who they're experts on particular platforms, but they haven't been featured here on Build Your Tribe or they haven't been asked to teach inside the Marketing Impact Academy because they don't meet our standards. For me, this is me personally, I invest in experts who are obsessed with their platform. I want a team of YouTube scientists like Sean Cannell's team at Think Media. When it comes to podcasting, Pat Flynn is my go-to guy. Like, So take a look again at the links that we're going to put in the show notes, and you will see that we're going to list some interviews with different experts who have been on that show. Now, most of those experts, by the way, if you're a Marketing Impact Academy member, you know our promise. Our intention, our goal is so that once you invest in the Marketing Impact Academy, you don't need to buy individual courses. And so please, if you are a Marketing Impact Academy member, please just log back in. If you've forgotten your password, just reset your password. You will likely see that we have updated the content on each one of these platforms and usually with one of the aforementioned experts because most of them are professors inside MIA. If you're not an MIA member, we are opening up registration, like a mini registration, a teeny tiny little baby enrollment. We like to do like a mini enrollment in the middle of the year for those people who are like, oh, I just missed it. Please, I can't wait until you do your big launch. So we're going to do like a little mini enrollment. It'll just be a couple of days. It will be open. And that happens later this month. So if you're not sure, just go to marketingimpactacademy.com and you can check it out. Just make sure your name is on the list and, you know, hello, we're into emails. We will email you and let you know when we have that mini registration. Of course, if you're watching my Instagram stories, I'll promote it there too. If you want to see how it is I sell, how it is I promote, how it is I build my email list from Instagram, you've got to set notifications for my stories because I don't do any of that in my feed. I use my feed on Instagram to attract my ideal avatar, who is someone who's entrepreneurial, creative, and easily distracted. That's the content I create to attract them. But all of my selling, all of my teaching, all of my promotions, all of my tips and how I monetize Instagram is on my Instagram stories. So, and I think it's important to see how other people do it. I got a message the other day because I was asking people about selling and I got a message, a bunch of messages the other day where people said, what do you even sell? Didn't know you sold anything. I'm like, that's the ultimate compliment because you'll see when you watch my Instagram stories, I'm going to be doing these things like email list building and recommending things by explaining and not selling. And you can see that I follow a template and it feels, it doesn't just feel, it is very natural. It is not salesy. It's the same way I would like talk to a girlfriend about like, girl, you got to get this new lip kit. <laughs> it's amazing. Here's how it works. Here's what I don't like about it. Like that's how I am doing that on Instagram. And I want you to see that. So Instagram.com forward slash Shalene Johnson. And I digress back to finding your experts. So assuming, let's just assume right now that you are not a Marketing Impact Academy member. Your next step is to find the expert who is going to be your go-to expert for this particular platform and dive in whether that means investing in one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching or their membership program or a course that they offer it. But don't invest unless you're going to implement. Plug into just one reputable expert on this particular platform, not three or four, because when you plug into three or four experts, well, it's like, imagine if you were a 
professional athlete and you had three different coaches working on your golf swing. I mean, you're just going to get so much conflicting information. I mean, I worked with two different boxing coaches at the same time once, and I was so messed up because they both were giving me different feedback. And so I would like make that correction. And then I'd go see the other coach and he'd be like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So my suggestion is for your sanity, because there's probably a pretty good chance that you are an easily distracted person like myself, stay focused by plugging in to one expert and then learn everything you possibly can about that particular platform. Put yourself on a restricted content diet. Like if you're just learning about, let's say YouTube, then don't also at the same time be trying to learn about Pinterest. Like pick one and friggin' learn everything about it. Like all the little nuances, all the things that you think like right now that you already have it figured out, you don't because it changed last week. Like you literally don't even understand how much these platforms change. So dig in and again, dig into and invest with another expert. Do you have to do that? No. Could you try to learn all of this stuff yourself by watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and just like studying this platform and making yourself the expert? Yes. But as we established at the beginning of this episode, you are an evolved entrepreneur who wants to scale. And you have already figured out that like that is the slow, no grow way to do it. Not only that, people think it saves them money. It doesn't because time is money and you waste so much time not working on your business because you're trying to work in social media. You're trying to learn something where somebody else can already boil it down into the basics, into the right order using proven techniques. And that is going to get you there so much faster They will help you understand what you don't need to know, what you do need to know, how you need to follow through. And again, if you try to do this from the, I'm going to save money by just digging in and figuring it out myself, watching YouTube videos, et cetera, you're just going to hear so much conflicting information. You won't do yourself any favors and you will not be saving yourself money in the long run. Trust me, not only have I made this mistake myself, I've watched thousands, like literally maybe even hundreds of thousands. If I think about all the people who I interact with in social, I've witnessed thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs make this mistake. And eventually they burn out because you can't do it all. You could watch YouTube videos right now and figure out how to repair your air conditioning unit. I know you know you could do that, right? Like what's to say that the guy that comes over or lady from the HVAC company that comes over to repair your your air conditioning unit, do you think they're like that much smarter than you? No. So you know you could figure it out. And having your air conditioning unit repaired is very expensive. I speak from personal recent experience. It's very, very expensive, right? But why is it that we don't try to do that? We don't try to become an expert at all things. That is because in most areas of our lives, we have figured out like that doesn't make sense. Time is money. If I tried to repair my my air conditioning unit, I would probably have costed us $30,000. Like, and it would have taken two weeks out of my life. You and I were smarter than that with all other things. So let's start adopting that mindset as it pertains to our business. Stop trying to be an expert in all these areas. Go to the expert, invest in the expert, plug into the expert, learn everything you need to know, make those changes, like implement as you go, start to see how it's working, 
understand how you want to apply what the expert has taught you, you know, because you're going to have your own twist on it and your own take on it. And I want you to actually do this because I want you to understand it well enough to be able to outsource it to a team member or to bring somebody on as a consultant or to, you know, just find somebody else to do the little things that take a lot of time. But now, because you've learned from the expert, you know what it is you need to do. And you might ask me, well, why wouldn't I just hire someone right now to just do all those things? Like somebody who's already, like, let's say they've gone through Insta Club Hub and they know what they're doing. Can I just like tell them, hey, just fix my Instagram, just, you know, manage it for me. Or maybe you've even considered hiring an assistant and having them go through the course or having them work with a particular expert. I mean, people do this all the time with Marketing Impact Academy. They will invest in it and they will invest in it with the intention of having their VA go through the program. I'm like, it's just not the most effective way. That's like someone saying, I want to start a company, so I'm going to pay this kid over here to get his MBA and have him figure out how to start the business, and then I'll just fund it. Like, it's not the same. You are the driving force. You have a unique spin on things. You have a particular way you like to do things. And for that reason, I have learned it is actually beneficial for you to know enough to be dangerous. And by that, I mean to know enough to really know who it is you need for the role, to be able to evaluate how well they're implementing all of the things that you've learned and that you want them to follow through on. Because if you just tell someone to go through a course or to work with a particular expert, now you're very much at the mercy of their interpretation. And I, listen, don't take this the wrong way. I think there are people who are meant to be business leaders and entrepreneurs. And then there are people who are meant to be great consultants and maybe great team members. And they're great at implementing, but they just don't have that overarching 30,000 foot vision. And that has to come from you. Okay. So again, just to kind of recap, you find the expert, you learn enough, you start implementing it. You're like, okay, I see what's working. I see what's not. I see what I want to do. Okay. This expert has told me to do it like this, 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 and this. I love that, but I'm going to modify this little piece. And in fact, I think this might even work better. I test it. It does work better. So now you've got your own system in place. Now it's time to bring on that team member, that consultant, you know, that freelancer who can help you do the majority of these things. But remember, in most instances, you're still going to be the content creator. And then do you get to set it and forget it? I wish I could tell you yes. <laughs> I just, I wish I could. I would be lying. It's That's not how it works. It's kind of like, If you've ever decorated a room of your home and you think, oh, we're just going to redo this, the living room. And then when you redo the living room, you realize this, it looks amazing. It's updated. It's beautiful. I want to spend time in it. But I'm looking from my living room at the dining room and now the dining room doesn't match. And oh my gosh, it looks so outdated. Like we've got to make sure the house is brought up to date. It's cohesive. So now let's redo the dining room. And then you redo the dining room and you realize that, gosh, now the kitchen feels like it really needs to be updated. And that's how it goes. I'm currently redecorating, if you will, YouTube. Several years ago, we started working with an expert who gave us a whole plan and like how to do things. And I started creating original content and, and then it just lost my interest. Right. And so then I started pouring into other platforms like TikTok and Instagram podcasting, obviously. 
But I have over 125,000 subs on YouTube. I have team members who do all of it. And I hadn't, until recently, been creating content specifically for YouTube. And I'm just like, okay, it's time to redecorate YouTube. So what does that mean? That means it's my responsibility to take back ownership of understanding all of the changes on YouTube, but I'm not going to try to be the expert. I'm going to plug into the experts' trainings and teachings, their updated content. I'm going to take a look and really understand how to do all those things myself and then turn it back over to a team member. And that's just how it goes. And eventually I'm going to have to go do that same thing on TikTok. Like you just make the rounds. They're almost like seasons. And so that's a really important perspective to just accept when it comes to business. I know we would all love for business to be fully passive. It's not. Even our investments are not fully passive. We still have to be looking at trends and watching the market and understanding who the CEO is. And, you know, so there's really no business that's fully passive. So when I say passive income, that means I'm making money at night while I'm sleeping. I don't have to like be there working on it and in it every money to be reaping the rewards of it. I do, however, have to revisit it. And I'm sure you've heard me say on the show many times that you want to get your business to a place where you can set it and forget it before moving on to the next stream of income. And so I just want to clarify, when I say set it and forget it, I mean, it can operate without you all over it, where you can turn it over to someone else, but you still have to watch it. You still have to manage it. And you have to manage that team member or consultant. You have to manage the shifts and the changes in the industry, in your social media platforms, like you have to watch that. Remember, you're the CEO, you're the entrepreneur. And I think we sometimes expect too much from the people that we bring onto our team. Like we expect them to think like an owner and think like a entrepreneur. And I think it's important to remind ourselves like that's a different mindset and you need both, right? But but know who you are and know who they are. Like maybe they're the soldier. Maybe they're so good at the follow through and the consistency and the accountability and you're not. So it's not like you should think of yourself as being more valuable than someone who's a soldier or someone who's a member of your team. You each bring a different type of value, but you can't expect someone who's not an entrepreneur who's working with you or even for you as a consultant or an employee, you, you can't expect them to have the vision, the mindset, the the same skills that you do as the entrepreneurial CEO business owner. It's just a different mindset. It's a different set of skills. No one cares the way you do. No one understands the way you do. No one has your vision. And I am, I'm really excited to be able to tell you that we have taken our YouTube videos and I'm still in this process, right? So I, I'm in student mode right now and I have my full attention devoted to YouTube. That means that I have lifted, you know, because you can't do all things at once. That means like right now, I'm not learning anything new about TikTok. It means I'm not learning anything new about podcasting. I'm just focused on going back to school, if you will, to learn YouTube. And I'm implementing everything that I learn as I go. Me personally, not one of my team members, me, because I really want to understand that before turning that back over to the team. And I'm, you know, if I can pat myself on the back and tell you this stuff actually works, we went from getting like a thousand views on a video to the video I posted last week. It's not even been a week and we're already at 60,000 views. Not bad, right? Now, 
you know, it's kind of hit or miss because I'm just getting back into it, but I love it. I love figuring this stuff out. I love being a student. I love going like, oh, wow, no wonder we've been getting only a thousand views. We weren't doing what the experts were teaching, our experts. So that's my process. That's my strategy. I really hope this helps you. If it does, do me a favor, screenshot this episode, you know, so I can see that you're listening to it on your phone. Put it up on your Instagram stories, tag me, tag Brock, and let people know what you learned from this episode. Let me know what you learned from this episode. Or if you've got just like two minutes, I would love it if you took the time to write a review for the show. It's our tip jar. It really is. It's really important. It's how we rank. And if you do and when you do write a review for the show, put your Instagram handle in the review and Starting next week, we will be selecting one of those reviews and telling everybody to go follow you on Instagram. Like, bam, how about that? Some new Instagram followers just for sharing with other people your perspective on Build Your Tribe. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you on Tuesday. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.